This is the Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers, and I am your co-host, Dr. Varel Williams. So you catch me when I fall, right? And you hear me when I call crying, and you fix me when I'm broke, right? And that's all I need to know. So the storm is gonna break, right? And the sun is gonna start shining, and everything is gonna go right. And that's all I need to know. What if you know something I don't? What if you will something I won't? If you don't give me what I want, but you give me what I need, is that enough to believe, 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 believe in your love? Will I still? Never going wrong, right? And every day I'm gonna be smiling. Turn my water into good wine and let the good times roll. But what if you know something I don't? What if you will something I won't? If you don't give me. I'm here today with my special, special co-host, my girl, my ride or die,、hey. Doctor Virile Williams. Hey, hey. <laughs> We're going to be doing a, a thing about Father's Day because I didn't have a good father. Woe is me. I'm not saying woe is me. What I'm saying is I'm just stating a fact. I didn't have a good father, but I know there's lots of good fathers out there. All right, and you. Have an example of a good father, don't you, Doctor? Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome.、Mm-hmm. So there's you, and tell everybody there's you. You have four siblings, two siblings. How many siblings you got? So, so is I am the second oldest daughter, and then I have an older brother, which is Billy. Then by me being the next to the oldest, I have another sister, two sisters under me, Shirley, and then the Shannon. Shannon is by my father from a second marriage, and、mm-hmm. we are very close. I don't like to say stepsister. Then I、right. have my baby brother Oscar. So、okay. we are a close knit family, and I thank God for my father, mom too, that they have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how about it? That's awesome. I mean, not everybody can say, you know, that they had a good father. So you're blessed for that.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of good fathers out there. I mean, let's acknowledge the good fathers because there's a lot of them out there. I even know some fathers who are single fathers, and that's、mm-hmm. a hard job. My husband was a single father, and it is not an easy job. And I really do commend men who do that because、mm-hmm. us as women know it's a hard job, and it's probably even harder for them. Yeah. 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 So. And I think I think I wanted to add this. One of the many privileges 
Uh, thank God me being a, uh, an ordained co-pastor now is that we're able to preach God's word and share the inspirational messages about fathers. And so many of our fathers have gone to heaven. Many are still here on the earth. And the gift of it all is understanding because our fathers haven't always been perfect fathers. And in life, things happen where, you know, we, we have challenges that may have, you know, separated us as being father, daughter, father, son. But the ultimate thing is getting healing and just bringing it all together with understanding and just being able to develop that relationship with father, no matter what level or where you are in life, it's never too late. Amen. They don't start out as being perfect fathers, but they don't start out as being perfect people either. So then as they grow and they learn more and hopefully they get closer to God, they can see what they should be, you know, because when yeah. you're younger, you don't see what you should be. Absolutely. True story, you know. Absolutely. And so as you grow and mature, you become a better father, a better husband a better man, you know, and so I, I just wanted to put that out there because I don't think people realize that, you know, I'm not saying people are stupid. I'm not saying that, you know, oh, they don't know anything. What I'm saying is, is that sometimes when people see people, women, men have their act together, they think that, oh, they were probably always like that. That's not necessarily so because us as human beings, we make mistakes, we grow. I mean, that's what life's all about. And, mm-hmm. and I've said this before, I think we have to do this, you know, those different stages in our life where we mature and grow. It even talks about in the Bible to mature, you know, we mm-hmm. mature. And I think we have to do that before we go to the Father, before we go to heaven. We can't go up there 50 years old and act like a two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we, I don't think that's not the way it's supposed to be. (laughs) You know, absolutely true. (laughs) It's like you said, uh, you know, he, he didn't start out being, you know, a perfect father and that's human. That's that, that's what makes us human, you know? So I don't want people to think, oh, he wasn't a perfect father. Well, I think if you see some people, you might go, wow, he's really got his act together, but it's not necessarily how it was you know, maybe 20 years prior. So yeah. Yeah. I just want to put that out there. And that's yes, good. Mm-hmm. Your, your dad sounds like he was an incredible person, though. He really yeah. sounds like it. Although our focus today is, as always, our podcast is salvation, like bringing people closer to God, right? Amen. Yes. And so, so as we talk about dads today, it may be Christian dads, it may be dads that are still trying to find their way, it may be secular dads, but the ultimate thing is that we all have the potential to be godly role models within our families. And as you yes. stated in life, uh, some of, of us have many of all of us, how about that? Yeah, how about All that? Of us yeah, have messed up. We have, yes. we have not. Nobody is perfect in but one Jesus. way or another. Yeah, yeah, nobody is perfect. And again, as parents, we've never been given a manual stating how to raise children. 
So today, our focus today is just, you know, we want to just just talk about the qualities of a good dad and then go from there, uh, the potential, uh, what we don't want to do at this time. Like, you know, God gives us a chance, an opportunity each morning and 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 to get it right. Say, you know, to get it right. Who's to say, you know, when that, when your day, when your morning is, is. yeah. But it give us the potential that, that we can make things right, come together, not waste any more time and just, you know, try and bring in the qualities and the quantities of being a role model and try and do our best from this point. So we just wanted to talk about like the qualities and share with the audience, like, you know, what does Father Day mean? We're going to give some tools that that can help those who have good and bad relationships. Hopefully by the end of this podcast that we would have blessed you and that healing, if needs to take place, that it will take place during this podcast. So our title today, and, and thank you my host is just amazing is you know we want to talk about being a godly role model or vessel of honor that involves several qualities and we just want to give examples of five tools that's what we're trying to do today before we continue being a father i think one of the things a good father has to do is acknowledge his mistakes and take responsibility for them. That's good. Because if right we don't here. do that, even as human beings, mm-hmm. we really, in actuality, in my opinion, I don't think we can move forward. No, we have to take responsibility. And I don't care who it is. You you know where you went wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you know that either you were, you know, selfish or didn't want to listen to anybody or... Whatever the case is, you know where you went wrong and you got to acknowledge that and take responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. You can't go forward saying that. And, and I'm not trying to sound negative. I'm just speaking a fact so that people, so that guys, there's some guys out there, they're thinking, I didn't do anything wrong. It was her. Or I didn't do anything wrong. It, it was him. You know, I wasn't raised right. Listen, take responsibilities for your own situations and past problems and then you can move for- forward in a better way mm-hmm. and that'll help you I'm yeah. saying that to help people I'm not saying that to put people down I'm just saying that you know oh if you did so many things when you were 20 and you had kids and a wife I'm not doing that what I'm saying is We've got to learn from our mis- mistakes and take responsibilities for them. Because That's if good. we don't, you know yourself as a psychologist, you can't mentally move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, if we would look at that in the biblical form, uh, if you are you just hit on number one and it, it involves cleansing our soul. Amen. You know, trying to move forward, trying to do right, trying to live a better life. And, you know, when we look at and, and definitely we, we will give some scriptures, too. But you are definitely given the example of a start, like like how can we do better from the point where we are now? You know, right. 
And, and it starts with all of us, you know, cleansing our soul and trying to do better. Let's face it, we will never be a vessel of honor if we are into sinful activities and intentionally continue to do that. Furthermore, uh, in life, we need to choose our close friends who will inspire us to live for God or to live right. Our circle. Very you know, important, very important because people can bring you down. Absolutely. They see you doing okay or, you know, you got a good thing going on with your wife and your children. Yeah. Misery loves company. I know an yeah. old woman said that to me. You know, yeah. misery loves company. And if you're yeah. hanging out with bad people and they see you're doing good, they don't want you to rise. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying all your friends are like that. I'm not saying everybody's like that. But I'm sure there's some in the group that are saying, oh. You know, I'm going to keep him down here with me. Maybe not out loud. It might even be subconsciously, you know, because sometimes yeah. people, you know, get jealous and, and you know, human nature, you know, human nature mm -hmm. uh, for some people yeah. to be like that. So if you see somebody, I know a guy told me short story. He doesn't hang around single guys. He's wow. Married. He mm -hmm. don't hang around single guys because single guys are telling him all the stuff the single guys are doing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man. He, he's eating pizza every night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, I got to eat vegetables with these kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like. That's a good point. Yeah. And, and, you have to be and mindful you know, of that. Yeah. And you made a good point with that. And you know what's so funny, too, China? You know, we may tell our kids, you know, that that's growing up, you know, choose your friends wisely. But, you know, that that pertains to us, too. It does. You know, seasoned people, the married people, the singles, the parents, yep. the caregivers. We we literally have to watch the people who are in our circle. We really do. Literally. Who we're in. You know, so there's a lot of influence going on in this world. So I would say normally if you look at it, if you look at it ob objectively, like the guy saying, I only, you know, talk to married people, not single men. Right. Mm -hmm, the guy, mm -hmm. So so if you look yeah. at that objectively, it kind of makes sense because you're married. What can a single person what can you get from a single person and if you have an issue with your wife and you definitely wouldn't go and talk to them about it? Right, because they wouldn't be able to relate. Exactly. You know, they're free. They're, they're probably saying, well, man, you need to leave that alone. Or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they need to walk away from all that. That's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's true. I mean, I think, like you said, I think, I think that goes for everybody, too. I know for a fact, I hung around some girls when I was, I'd say, my 20s. They were very negative. Yeah. You know, it wasn't about being single or anything. It was just their personalities. They were very, you know, these two girls were very negative. And, and I found myself being negative as well. Wow. And I, I didn't want that. So I mm -hmm. kind of, you know, drifted apart from them. Or you have people that... They have the world by the balls. Hate to say it like that, but it's true. Mm -hmm. And they're, uh, woe is me all the time. You know, yeah. wait a minute. That means they're not grateful for what they have. They have a, a lot of stuff. They have blessings, you know, material, physical, all these things. You have your health you, and your woe is me all the time. Yeah. So I had to get away from those people too. 
you yeah. know, because they, they were bringing me down and I was starting to feel sorry for myself, you know, and it's <laughs> like, I, I can't even get on a path where I'm starting to feel sorry for myself because I'll be oh, in the bed with some tissue in the cover up and... <laughs> No, ma'am. And, yeah. and one of the scriptures for that, as you're talking about it, uh, that involves a cleanse life comes from Second Timothy 2, chapter 2, verse 21. So our listening audience, if you would like to write that down again, it's Second uh, Timothy one. 2 and 21. That talks about a cleanse life, which leads us to the second portion, the second question of five qualities of a, of a father. It involves the sanctification life of a person. Mm -hmm. And what exactly does that mean for a person? Yeah, elaborate. A sanctification life meaning it, it simply means just being set apart. Set apart from the world, intentional activities of not wanting to do right. Let me give an example as for me. Well, first of all, it talks about as the Apostle John, John said, Jesus must increase and must decrease. And that means that for us, let me bring it to the world, that for me, I had to increase when it came to the ways of God and just trying to do better and learning God's heart and learning what God requires of me. And I had to decrease in the area where it where I was partying and, and maybe they were drinking there. I've never been a drinker, but I mean, what, what kind of, what, how was that environment productive for me? Right. You know, going, you know, being around when you're in that type of environment, you, you're, you're going to run into many different kind of spirits, biblical, oh, yeah. but yeah. in the world call it personalities, right. you know? So, so I had to, again, increase when it came to God ways, his will, and then decrease when it came to the worldly things. And so when we talk about sanctification, that is not even a religious thing. That's just something abroad. If you understand it for you and I, it's just simply trying to live a good, clean life. Exactly. Exactly. There's no and religion thing in that. No, no. So you, it doesn't matter what denomination you are. That's just a fact. And, Absolutely. And that's the way it should be. I know for, for a situation for myself, basically, I didn't have a mother or father to raise me like traditionally. My mom was gone all the time. She had seven kids. She was working. I had to put those restrictions on myself. Absolutely. Know? I I yeah. just, it's just factual. I had to put restrictions, you know, oh, you know, no drinking, you know, be, oh, you want to drink? Oh, no, thank you. You know, drugs. I was around drugs, you know, okay, yeah, I'm around drugs, but I'm not going to do drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. even though I didn't have a lot of knowledge how to live godly, yeah, I still knew to put restrictions on myself. Yeah. And that's good right there, China. Here I go using my counseling skills right there, China. So so the decision you made in that uh, at the time, would, uh, is it fair to say that you were just exploring, finding your way? Did you know the Lord then to know that that, that was right or wrong? Or were you innocent in your struggle, in your challenges, trying to find your way? How can a person that's not saved even get to that point? You know what I'm trying to say? I do. And see... 
I knew the Lord. I, I knew God with all my heart, loved him dearly. But I think I said this before, probably a few times. I didn't know what that meant. So even though, and, and really, it, hindsight's twenty twenty. because if I would have thought about it then, I could have just read the Bible and I could have known, you know, <laughs> that was my guide, but I didn't, I didn't know that, you know, nobody yeah. told me that. So that, that's basically why I had to play catch up, you know, because I didn't know that for so many years. Yeah. And, and so when I learned that the, the rules, not, I wouldn't say rules, but the guide is there, you know, in the word. You know, how, how I was, how I'm supposed to be, but because I didn't know that and I believed in God very much with all my heart and soul, I put restrictions on myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I had, I had sex outside of marriage, but I thought it was all part. I wanted to get married. I wanted to have children. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to do what God wanted me to do. Right. But I didn't know the rules of that. Got it. Hello, everyone. Before we get back to the Inspirational Wow Show, I want to take a moment and talk about China Myers' best-selling, gripping, heartfelt book titled A Letter to God. You can find this true life story on Amazon. Now, back to the Wow Show. I think a lot of people are like that. You know, they're, they're just yeah. trying to find their way and, and they're going with the flow. But if they read the Bible... And I'm not saying I've read, I've, I've read the whole Bible, but now I'm trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and now that I, and that's funny. I've never read the whole Bible. I got, I got uh, tools on how to read the whole Bible. My husband have read the whole Bible, but I haven't. I would like to do that. I'm working on that. Yeah, and, 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 and even for that, that China, you know, if a person doesn't know to go to the Bible, you know, God have walking angels that's walking the earth. Yeah, he really he does. Do. There are people that, that God touches to guide you, to mentor you, to, you know, to help you in situations that only you, you may not knew how to get out of it, but right. he would send people. He will, oh, all he the will time. show you experiences. He all will time. show you in the word. So. He sent me you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> uh, you're likewise. Right. Likewise. Yeah, you're, you're right. That's I mean, powerful. that's definitely, people need to know that. Yeah. You know, because there, there might be a really good person in that father's life that he's not paying no attention to. And, and that person is there for him to learn from or, you know, just watch, you know, because that's yeah. that, that is also how we learn by watching people and, yeah, and vicarious learning. Yes. Yeah. And, and being powerful. surrounded by good people. Definitely. So another scripture for that, which is going to lead us to three sanctification or the sanctified life is Second Timothy 2.21 again, but it has a B in it where yeah. you can. It's extended reading where it would talk farther about that. It goes into it more in depthly. More in depth. There's an A and B, yeah. So okay. B goes a little farther, which is also leading to me uh, number three, 
this is so powerful. Number three talks about, uh, and anybody can relate to this, being a godly role model involves a pure heart. Now that's powerful. That's very Um, powerful. And and, that is so true. Because mm -hmm. if you have an evil heart, a tainted heart, a jealous heart, I was in a a Sunday school class and, and there was a guy there and he talked about we were talking about sins and he talked about his greatest sin was jealousy. He was jealous mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. And he had to work on that because it didn't matter who it was. If they were further than him, there was jealousy there. Wow. And so he, he had to work on that. So my point is us as human beings, men, women, we have to learn those sins that we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and they're not there because we're bad people. Mm-hmm. They're there because of the original sin, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And so if we're aware of it, we, we can work on that and, and get better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and just to help the listening audience, you can also go to Second Timothy two twenty two, and it tells you more in detail. It involves a pure heart. I love it. Yeah, and one of the things that that Timothy talks about in in verse twenty two, flee also you for lust, meaning but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace. With those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Do you know God will hear you when you cry out? Here it is. You're fleeing. You're fleeting from the youthful life. The youthful life of lust. Like we all have fantasy. We all have desires. But God said we will cry out to him. Pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace. And that he will recognize, he will hear us in that pure heart. Anyone, anyone with a pure heart, that involves Christians, secular people, it doesn't matter. People doesn't all, matter. we're all God's children. All God's children. Amen. And Amen. and he hears us. And that and that's key right there in, in verse 22. Pursue righteousness again, faith, love, peace. And to be honest with you, you know, China, there are people who, you know, don't claim a religious faith as you, you know, these different denominations. But here's the thing that's in common. They still, you know, I still say that God can hear a center, a sinner's voice as well. While oh, a guy yeah. closes ear to a sinner's voice. He when they're crying out for peace, love, and righteousness, and faith. Because all of us have not had good examples or godly role models or people to speak life in us. And so as you have done, as I have done, like I explored, I found my way, and God sent people to me to Amen. help me get on track. Uh, the Word, I, I discovered in my own studying of the Word, 
how can God, how can someone write a ducky, a, a biblical Bible such as this? And if you go to Revelation, everything that's happening right now, how in the world could someone foresee that and write about it? Yeah, right. We're and living in it. We're living in it. And if for people who don't believe, all they got to do is read the Bible. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. There's things that were prophesized. There, there were things that are recorded. I mean, there's lots of stuff. So not to digress, but I think any father, whether he's younger or older, he's got to stop in his tracks mm -hmm. and ask himself where he wants to go from here. Mm. And if he does that, he can conquer anything and he'll be the best version of himself that he could possibly be. Because if he finds out where that is, where does he want to go from here? And take a look at where he's been. That's his guide. Absolutely. That will... It will be like a looking glass. Yeah. He'll be able to see everything he needs to see. And then, because you can't do anything without God. Yeah. True. Then he needs to call to God. Yeah. That would yeah. be the appropriate time to do that. Because yeah. he's going to need help. He's not going to be able to do it by himself. Yeah. Yeah. And stay right there. You, I tell you, it's almost like, you know, the questions before they come in the same thing that you're talking about. And we were just talking about the part where I'm arguing number four speaks about being a godly role model involves a discerning mind. So let me read this verse to you in Timothy and it's on verse 23. It says, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes knowing that they generate strife. And it says some people will argue over anything, China. Usually yeah. these people generate strife. But what God is saying, but here is the key. A discerning mind is not an argumentative spirit, but a gentle spirit. And if we look at verse 24 in Timothy, it goes on to say, and the servant of the Lord must not all, but be gentle to all, able to teach with patience. Oh and man, I need that. <laughs> I got problems with that. <laughs> but, but but we're walking that word now. But to expound on that, China. Yeah. And we see, need... it, it's it's funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> I, I I have a problem. Pray for me. Mm -hmm. I want to shake people. Come yeah. on, yeah. let's do this. It's simple. I mean, and and I I get frustrated, especially when people have so many blessings. Ooh, that's where gratitude comes in. They don't they don't realize or do not acknowledge to be grateful. Yeah. And, and it's, it could be fathers, it could be children. 
look at what's in front of you and be grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't make that person out to be the bad person when that person might be sent from God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so I know my son, my youngest son, he has a wife, he has a child. I constantly tell him, don't forget that blessing. Your wife is a blessing. Your child is a, these are all blessings that God gave you. Don't take them for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could lose that. And when you lose that, then what? You're a broken piece of a person. If you have any sense, That's you'll good. regret it. Yeah. So why not do things where you might lose it? Those blessings. That's good. So me, me, myself, I have to stop and tell myself, listen, sometimes people are on a path that they have to learn for themselves. Mm -hmm. And that is a hard pill for me to swallow because I want to help people. I want to put people on the right track. Yeah. It's my nature. Yeah. I think it's my sin because <laughs> I am so compelled to help people all the time. Well, I hear you loud and clearly, and I have good news for that. What? To the number five is our last question in this podcast. Okay. And it says, being a godly role model involves a humble and compassionate heart that you have, China. I see it I work from the beginning. Let me just tell this audience about you. Let me brag on you. <laughs> from the beginning, you know, normally people say don't text or, you know, if you want to talk to someone, get a feel through their voice, talk to them. But even when, I, when we first contact each other through my text, through my email, I could feel the anointing, how we met, how my no. host and I met. I could literally feel the anointing in her words as she was talking and as we were relating back and forth. And day one, when we connected, we got together, it was like we had been knowing each other for years. Forever. Yeah. Forever. And our heart connected. So yeah. I want to brag on her and say that she's walking and living. China Myers is walking and living when it comes to Second Timothy uh, 25 to 26. And it says, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil having been taken captive by him to do his will and that's where that passion that's where that you, you know the enemy if you know if he could he could twist that but that's where that passion come from you want them to get it when you're talking about the lord china because we are a living walking testimony of the signs and wonders and miracles as to what God can really do. And this is nothing that we study, guys. This Amen. is 
my yeah. listening audience, these are testimonies of what testimonies. we have experienced. Yeah. Her experience of salvation, totally different from mine. Mine experience was in the club dancing. And I clearly heard the voice of God say to me, in my sin and in my sickness, I had sarcoidosis living up and was functioning off a half a lung. Wow. I heard him say, if you would dance for me like that, I will heal you completely. And it has been history. I'm a liturgical dancer. I'm a healer. I went. I had training up on the other ministerial staff. I know the Lord. We know the Lord for ourselves. And so yes. this is why we are so passionate about humbly, you know, trying to get the word out. And when people don't get it, you know, it's okay because you, same way with us. We yeah, didn't yeah. get it at first, but right. the, you know, it's our love and it's our compassion. And God said it will draw them in. It will draw them in. And so that's the answer to your, I, I get it, China. You are <laughs> definitely doing it. And it said one of the greatest challenges associated with being godly role model, it involves correcting those who oppose with a humble and compassionate heart. You definitely do that. And there are times when we must correct and rebuke, but we do that in the humbling spirit and with compassion of the heart because God may grant them repentance. How can, how can anyone come to God if the love that we're doing absolutely right now, the love and the crying out and the prayers that we are talking to our audience and we just want to share the joy of the Lord with you. And yes. everything we're talking about is biblical. Biblical, yeah. And I want you to hear this. And I, I have no idea I just found this by mere mistake, mm -hmm. and I think it's relevant. And and I hope that somebody that might listen to this can hear this and 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 use it. Why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at your door, eager to control you. But you must subdue it and be its master. That's good. Whoo, so, that is good. So for those who are living their best life, and not taking responsibility of their responsibilities and not being the father that they need to be. That was a little Bible verse for you. That's good. It's in Genesis. You can find it there. So. Image of God. Yes. So I think for the good fathers out there, God bless you and keep you. And spread the word on that. Be a role model for other other men, other boys. Because it's not only about your family. Be a role model for a boy down the street that might need it. Or kid, you know, that comes home with your son. Watch out for that. Wow. Because you could, you could be 
something that somebody could say, wow, because of him, I learned how to be a man and I didn't even live in his house. Mm. That's in the realm of possibility. So I, God just wanted me to put that out there. Seriously. You know. That's powerful. Powerful. And I hope our listening audience, I hope that something we may have said uh, would allow you to think about the goodness of God. Something we may have shared or scripture or any of that or question about anything. You want to know the foundation of a family, a father, a mother, your finances, how to live right, how to work, the workplace. It the Bible is a framework of your entire life. I it like is it. instructions, living with instructions in the life until God, God calls us home. And so I hope that we have said something that blessed you because in God's eyes, we are all God's children. And aren't you happy that we have a father of a second chance? Amen. That's it right there. <laughs> That's it. Because... <laughs> We get a chance every day to get it right. He's given us that chance until that chance is gone. But if you get that chance, don't take it for granted. That's all I got to say. Don't take it for granted. (laughs) Happy Father's Day, dads. Happy Father's Day. Be blessed. Wow, that was a great show. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Well, this is The Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. Thank you for being here. And I want to say thank you I was lost and you found me I was dead inside and you breathed into me And you brought these bones alive I want to say thank you Thank you for saving me Thank you for loving me unconditionally, God. You stood with open arms.